Welcome to the Common Sense Show, a show where we talk about money using sense that maybe isn't as common as it used to be. I'm your host, Celeste Maddox, and with me and bringing sense to it all is Luke Davis, Executive Vice President at Stewardship Capital. So today's topic is... Ooh, it's a little bit controversial. Well, it could be, but if you know Luke, everything that he talks about is controversial. <laughs> so he's comfortable in this space. <laughs> so a, a few weeks ago, and um, I'll let you get in here once I just lay this foundation down. A few weeks ago, you wrote an article and the title was Ignorance is Bliss Until It's Not. Basically speaking about, you know, the Gen X's, Gen Z's, and oh yeah, it was me just being a grouchy old man. There you go. The get off my yard. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, philosophy. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so you rem- you remember it. I I want to dig into this. <laughs> I want to find out more about you know what the study said. You brought up a study from Northwestern Mutual, and just yeah, talk to us. Yeah, you know the the study found, and I'm I'm. Um, I don't have it right in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing, but I'm, I'm fairly f- fairly close to accurate on this, that it found that the Gen Z, uh, also known as the Zoomers, uh, of all generations currently alive, were the most financially confident in their future and their retirement than any other generation. Um, and that basically, um, they feel this way despite the fact that they're probably in worse financial shape, whether it be student loans, interest rates where they are now, or anything else. They, they probably shouldn't be as confident as they are, but of all generations, they are the most confident that they're going to reach the retirement uh, that they want uh, easily. And uh, in fact, I th- if, I, if I recall, they think or they believe that they'll be able to retire at age 60, um, uh, and will live well past 100. Um, uh-huh. and, and retire on $1.2 million. On $1.2 million yep. uh, in today's dollars. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and as we've experienced over the last year and a half or two years, you know, inflation, you can't quite get what you could for your money now than you could then. So imagine what that's going to look like. 30, 40, 50 years from now. Mm-hmm. So 1.2 million, um, I'm not sure if that's even enough for someone at age 60 now to retire comfortably mm-hmm. and live to 100. Yeah. Uh, 40 years from now, mm, pretty confident that that's not going to be the case. So some of their confidence maybe is, uh, is, is not justified shall we say. So I pointed out, I pointed that out in the article as we, as we talked about, um, just their, their overall ignorance to this that, you know, like I said, is, is kind of creating bliss. Mm-hmm. So, so based on what we know today, based on what we as advisors, um, you know, advise clients on in terms of how much you should have for retirement, what's the, the target percentage, how much you should draw down. Um, how do you think we can advise these Gen Zs to, to better look at this situation? Yeah, you know, well, that's a it's a hard question, but but you know the the one advantage that Gen Z has that no other generation right now has is they have time on their side. Mm-hmm. So I think the the primary thing that you have to do 
is emphasize and and promote the idea of um, you've got to get started saving and you've got to perhaps lower your expectations a little bit for um, when you're going to be able to retire 60, my gosh, 60 years old um, is a little bit low in today's uh, uh, situation. In the future, 60 mm-hmm. will probably be the new 40. Yeah. You know, so you, you definitely will need to uh, curb your expectations there. But I think the primary thing is um, get the, the laws of, of compound growth in your favor. And you mm-hmm. do that by getting money invested, getting money growing now. And not just depending on what you have through your employer, right? Because the problem with a lot of the younger generations now is that we live in a gig economy. So they're not necessarily staying with one employer for 20 or 30 years right. to build up that 401k or whatever the product is. Um, so, you know, can you talk a bit about that, you know, how they need to take ownership of or should take ownership of their retirement savings? Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, the the millennial generation, which I'm kind of right at the at the end of and the and the and the Gen Z as well, um, they've experienced a lot of causes for cynicism. Mm-hmm. financially yeah so more often than not um, a lot of a lot of these individuals don't trust the stock market they don't trust investing they don't trust corporations in general and oftentimes you'll see them with all of their money in in basically in cash that they're saving in their retirement account you'll look at their 401k and they've got it all over in some kind of stable value yeah uh, fund basically not growing because they just don't trust the overall system. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. And 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 so what what individuals need to do, especially if you've got money in a 401k and you're no longer at that company, oftentimes uh, they don't even realize the money is theirs. Yeah, they're they're it's just sitting over there mm-hmm. doing God knows what, and yeah. no one's looking at it, nobody's watching it. So the first thing they you, you need to do is, like you said, take ownership of what you have. Um, don't just leave the money, however it's invested, mm-hmm. by the company at the four hundred one k. If you're if you're currently there, you need to work with a professional to make sure that that allocation uh, meets your risk tolerance. It meets your time horizon. It meets uh, what you want, the goals that you have for where you want to be in the future. And then certainly when you're leaving a, a job, take that 401k with you. You can roll it directly over into an IRA. It's not going to be taxable to you. Uh, it, and and by doing that, you really have total control over the, over the funds. A 401k is always going to be limited in how you can have it invested, what you can have it invested in. Once you roll that over into an IRA, uh, you're in complete control and it's it's up to you to make sure you're doing what you should with it. And what's your thoughts on completely stopping work at 60? Oh, you know, study after study after study have shown, and I, and I believe this more than about anything else, that God created us to be productive. Mm-hmm. People have this vision for retirement that, oh, I'm going to do this job that I hate for X amount of yeah. years, and then, man, it's going to be all traveling and fishing and golfing. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just this this bridge. extended yep. 20, 30 year bridge. <laughs> How old do you think I, these people I, are? I don't know. I heard that's a thing in is retirement. That, yeah. Is that a South African like <laughs> no, pastime? That, no, it's an American okay. thing. 
Okay, well, if if you want to retire and just play bridge, you you know that may be your your vision of retirement. Sure, but but it's this idea that in every financial company out there, you watch the commercials on TV. It's always a husband and wife dressed all in white, walking hand in hand along the beach. That is yeah. how retirement is per- portrayed That's in every single yeah. commercial. I don't know some. It's ice dog. Some Madison, yeah. you know, Avenue executive decided this is what it's going to look like, and everyone just mimics it. But, um, but no, retirement is, should not be that we, we work with a lot of retirees mm-hmm. and you can usually see early on when, when someone's ready to retire, which ones are going to really have a successful retirement and which ones aren't. Mm-hmm. It's rarely, ha- it really has to do with them with, with the dollar amount that they have yeah. associated yeah. with them. It's, it's all a, a mentality and a, yes. and a, an emotional state that they're in and the ones that are the most successful, uh, they don't intend to stop being productive yeah. simply because they've stopped producing an income. Uh, the ones that are happiest, the ones that are most content, the ones that are most successful are the ones that are actually still doing things, whether it be for a, a paycheck or not. Yeah. That's part of why I, I recommend to, to retirees when they're looking at retirement. Transition yourself from full-time to part-time. Maybe you're doing consulting work if you're a professional. Yeah. Maybe you're going part-time and instead of teaching, you're going to substitute for a while. Whatever that may look like. But transition out of that because the the shift from simply um, being effective, being productive, to just basically doing nothing oftentimes creates an emotional struggle for those individuals and they find the purpose in life that they had is no yeah. longer there and they really struggle. Mm-hmm. So the idea of just, uh, uh, retire early and, and, and vacation on is not, is not how it, how it should yeah. work. And I, I've, I've seen from so many examples that it is not the way it does work. Yeah, totally agree. Um, okay, well, that's a wrap for today. Thanks for your input on that. And if you want to catch the article, it's every Wednesday in the examiner. This one was a couple weeks ago, so you can find it on our website, Uh 